Hello and welcome back for another episode of Below the Dot. I am your toast, not your toast, I am your host, Chris Sharp. And I am your co-host, Terry McGregor. All right. Hello. Welcome and thank you for listening. Um, We are going to get started in this, but first we had a couple updates. Um, So last week we were like, hey, watch Degrassi for free on YouTube or watch it on Tubi, not Tubi. Tubi, it is on Tubi apparently, but also the Roku app. Yes. So we were telling you guys of all the great places to watch it. And by you guys, I mean the dedicated nine listeners, um, two of which are me and Terry. Um, Yes. All seven of you um, told you to watch it on all those places. And actually, they just recently announced that Degrassi will be coming to HBO Max on March 25th. So that is 24 days away from the day in which we are filming this right now. So get ready. I mean, again, you can find the link to the free Degrassi um, on our Instagram, right in our link tree in our bio. And that is Instagram.com. And that's at below the dot B-E-L-O-W dot T-H-E-D-O-T. Again, we said this last episode, don't know how long it's going to be up there, but you can watch for free on YouTube and use the link in our bio at below dot the dot on Instagram. Yes. All right. So we can go ahead and get started. Um, so we're, uh, this episode is called Parents Day and the episode description is with Parents Day fast approaching, Toby decides to convince his divorced parents that the event is canceled in order to avoid an ugly public spat between them. Meanwhile, Ashley and Paige vie for the attention of Toby's mom, who happens to be a casting agent. Emma is annoyed by the NAK News About Kids morning announcements program, believing it to be biased. She then writes an opinionated paper about NAK and gets into an argument with Sean and his brother about it. Just going to be honest. Yeah. So um, Terry said great times, but she's a lie because it was boring. It was incredibly boring, but we're going to recap it anyway for the culture because you need the foundation if you want to know why shit gets popping later down the line. So that's what we're here for. Um, We're here to see it through. Information. Um, yeah, so again, not the best episode. Uh, we, again, were already introduced to the characters and their friend groups and all this stuff the last three to four episodes. Episode five slows down a little bit, but nonetheless, we have some facts, some realizations. Um, a few facts in this episode is when we're introduced to the Degrassi grapevine. Um, we'll probably get into a little bit later, but we see that I believe Liberty is the editor of it. And I mean, it plays a role in Degrassi from here on out. Um, We are also introduced to the infamously unseen Heather Sinclair. Uh, Remember that name because you'll hear it plenty, plenty of times. Um, Mm -hmm. But will you ever see her? That's a question that you'll have to find out. Wait and see. If you know, you know. If you don't, you'll find out. Um, And then I guess my last fact or realization is honestly going to be the moral. So I can hold that for later because I didn't have much to pull from this episode for a moral. (laughs) Right. I don't know how I have so many notes. It was definitely some desperation here. All right. So we open up this episode uh, with JT and Toby walking to the school. Um, I mentioned a couple weeks ago um, in another episode that who are JT's parents? Who? 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 Right. Even on Parents Day. Wow. 
Yeah, so JT, is they, they referenced JT's parents, but there was nothing more stated. Um, again, this is interesting because later down the line in a few seasons, um, you do uh, meet JT's grandmother, who apparently takes care of him at that point. Just seems like a real continuity issue for me. Who are JT's parents? That's all I just got to ask. But anyway, they move on. Toby's biological parents evidently do not get along. And as a result, he is very nervous about the, their visit. Nobody cares, but this is relatable for me because one time after parent-teacher conferences, my parents, or no, my teacher pulled me to the side the next day because I guess my parents have been acting a fool. So, Oh my goodness. Although this episode is not my favorite, doesn't really have a lot going on, the idea of being embarrassed about your parents acting a fool in public was very relatable for me. That's so terrible. They do reference the family therapy again, which Terry highlighted a couple episodes ago, why people really do be going to therapy. So glad to see that um, the Isaacs and Kerwin family has continued with that. Then we cut to the morning or their little advisory class or whatever they call their kind of homeroom class where they are watching the news or no, they watch their little broadcast. I think where Ashley kind of comes on in the morning, but before they watch that, a news about kids broadcast, and Emma is adamantly against. I didn't really get that. I guess the news about kids story was about kids that they called squeegee kids. Okay, so this is fascinating to me because, I mean, I've never heard of squeegee kids, but it is such a common thing where I live, like in the areas where there are people that will ask for money, or I guess like the proper term is like houseless or hmm. um, people like that. Like, this is a thing where, like, at, like, entrances and exits of highways, specifically here, like, they will wash your car windows in exchange for money. So it was interesting to me to see that this was a theme of kids that may be in the same predicament. Um, but I didn't know it was such a thing, what, what is this, 20 years ago? Like, yeah, I don't know why I this guess- was based around kids. I was just very confused about it because why are there children who are just cleaning off cars and why is why are we I think they were calling them ragamuffins, which I saw you Definitely. highlighted. Um these are children. Children. Who, where are their parents, just like where are JT's parents? Who is calling, I don't know, whatever public service is available to take care of these children? Why are we okay with these children cleaning off cars? Um, because then the next scene is Liberty is in here sounding real all lives matter because she's talking oh about this my gosh. calling them ragamuffins. My father says he's calling the mayor if one of those little ragamuffins comes to try to clean his car again. And yeah, I think in real life, you do have a lot of the people who are anti the people who are asking for money, trying to clean your mm-hmm. car, trying to sell something at your side of the car. And Liberty was the sound of those people. You know, this was also fascinating to me because I I think there's a part of like the broadcast where they're like, they use the money for like tattoos or something. And it's just like, if these children don't have homes, why are you saying that they are prioritizing this money for tattoos? Like that makes no sense because you're making it seem like they're just on the street asking for money, but have homes. But then when she talks to Sean's brother later, it seems like that's not the case at all. Like. Girl, I don't, I don't even, I don't know why this, I get the storyline. I just don't get the story within the storyline. Yeah. I don't know. It all seemed very problematic to me from the jump though, because it literally just seems like these are children asking for money because they don't have parents or a home. So why are we talking about them like this? 
And that is the argument that Emma was presenting. She says she's very upset. She feels like it's biased. And the, the did seem like the article was talking or the news report was talking trash about these children as a means to kind of promote their propaganda onto the school, which Emma was very against. I was never an Emma Nelson, so I probably wouldn't have been listening to that news report. Uh, but I guess we well, need yeah. to though. Like, Manny pretty much said, like, it's just a TV show. And then I was like, no, but it's way more than that. And to her, it was way more than that. To Manny, she was like, this is just a morning announcement. Um, I don't know what you want me to do with this. But Emma was reading all in between the lines of it. So, Right. But Sean's brother also had a valid argument. And we'll kind of touch more on that later. Um, I could see both sides. But either way, I... Next, so we did discuss Heather Sinclair. And I want to say that apparently Heather Sinclair has an overbite. I would like an artist to sketch a drawing of all of the things we've heard about Heather Sinclair. Because what I know is that she had an overbite and she had a really bad nose job. Nose job, yes. I I didn't see, that's a really great, like someone needs to do that. That would be great. I definitely saw a clip on YouTube of all the times that she's mentioned. But like, again, you never see her or do you? You have to watch Degrassi to find out. But they literally mm-hmm. have compilation clips of all the times she's mentioned and all these little details about her. So that's always yeah. fun. Yes. So Paige is fake listening to Spinner tell a story, which really to me just demonstrated that she didn't deserve him because I just know that you, Terry, would have listened to Spinner tell that story and you would have appreciated what he had to say. But Paige is not listening because she's more worried about, I don't even know what she's worried about. I think she's worried about um, Ashley's casting agent mom coming and whether yeah. or not she thinks she can get, a, she can get, um, Maybe so, a record deal. This is what I'm also trying to figure out too, because like I don't know if they played the kids like newscast and Ashley's announcements, or like when they're in the bathroom, they're pretty much talking about like they'll play the kids announcements in replacement of when like Ashley's not in the air. Ashley wasn't on air that day because oh. she had a pimple. And then I don't know how they get into the oh Terry's like pretty much hyping her up like you'd be really good like on the news like yada 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 you need a casting agent. To which Paige is pretty much like, wait, you need a casting agent. I need a casting agent. To which I say, for what? Like, what is Paige doing that she needs a casting agent? Aside from the fact that Ashley has a reason to probably have one because she might want to be a newscaster or something or other. Like, Paige just wants to suddenly get an agent because Ashley is talking about getting an agent. I mean, as we see in the next episode, Paige has some A1 acting skills that we get to see when they act out Romeo and Juliet with her fake ass. But we'll get there. Uh, in this moment, I do not know why. Again, I, and you know what? Actually, in the next episode, Paige says it. Everything I have, or not Paige says it, Ashley, Ashley says it. Mm-hmm. Everything I have, Paige goes after. So here we see it. Ashley has um, Ashley has the little, she wants to go, go for the casting agent of Toby's mom. And now Paige says, I want that too. Every single time. Yeah. Reoccurring theme. The more we, I think about it too, and the more we touch on it, it's such a, you can just tell that they've been, which we find out they've been friends since they were children, because it's such a thing that you go through when you've had the best, like the same best friend for years and years. It's just always a, it shouldn't be, but it's more than likely. And in my experience, it's a competition. Yeah. I guess this kind of makes sense why Paige is still around, because even though she's very nasty to them, it is because they've been friends for so long and that's why they go back and forth and they have a lot of history together. 
Yes, so we see a little bit of that. Paige comes out. She asks, she wants the casting agent too. Then she's not listening to Spinner. And now we cut back to Emma. She's going on. She's running to the computer lab to write her think piece because she ran to Radish and Radish said, well, Emma, if you're so worried about it, go ahead and write about it. So naturally she runs to write about it. With the deadline of 4 p.m. Because, I mean, we have to make it dramatic here, so. Absolutely. And Sean expresses that he doesn't really care about her story, which doesn't actually knock her off of her high horse, considering we know that Emma is interested in Sean. She stays giving him, like, little side eyes. She's clearly interested in what he has going for him. Even though she's interested in him, she is not knocked off her story. She has a mission And she is going to move forward with it, regardless of whether or not this boy who she likes is into it, which I do like. I like that she likes, she goes for what she wants when she wants it, even though I think she does a lot. The most, to be fair. I also think there was a scene that's really funny to me because they were, wasn't she in the same homeroom with Sean? Yes. So they're in the same homeroom and they're walking the halls and then Sean comes from a completely different direction and she bumps into him again as if they didn't just both come from the same homeroom. That was definitely one of those goofs um, that Degrassi made very (laughs) early on. Continuity error? Yeah, they literally just left the same homeroom but they're coming from opposite directions now just so they could bump into each other. Absolutely. (laughs) Um, So now we're back to the main plot of this which is Toby and his parents. I don't know why this is the main plot but here we are. So Toby's trying to convince his parents not to attend Parents Day with the fake letter and his dad calls him out because he spelled a word wrong. And I thought this was funny because students do this all the time and I, they, they do it all the time. They try to sign someone's name and they spell their name wrong and you're just like, I want better for you guys. I want you guys to actually know how to like forge your mother's signature right. and spell her name right. That's so Um, funny. Yeah, there were plenty of errors in his message or his uh, letter. So that's just hilarious because Toby's also supposed to be very smart. but Maybe he's more tech smart or I guess we learned he doesn't apply himself. So, yeah. So then Toby's dad, you know, he fesses up, you know, like you guys are always fighting. So then Toby's dad jumps into a rant about his mother, which demonstrates the exact issue why Toby did not want them there. Proves the point. His reaction to Toby, like expressing himself is terrible considering it's. A son, his son of divorced parents who is obviously telling him how he feels and he's very much so just making it about um, his ex-partner, which is, again, part of the issue and why Toby doesn't want to speak up in the first place. But here we are. And I just have to wonder, what are y'all doing in family therapy? Right. What? So at this point, is family therapy with the Kerwin family and Toby and his dad and like not his mom because... Why are they not applying what they've learned in all scenarios of life? You know what I mean? You know, I think a lot of people go to therapy just to say that they're there. And That's true. And I think his parents are an example of that. The way that they go at each other in public is just simply embarrassing. It's very embarrassing. All right. So Paige and Ashley, it's Parents Day. Parents Day is here. Toby's parents are both coming. Paige and Ashley are convinced that they are going to get a deal with Toby's mom. So Paige is wearing this sparkly gold top. I forget what Ashley's wearing. They're doing a lot. Doing the absolute most. Ashley is, I think she's in all black. Um, but Paige literally has an outfit that's not appropriate for school, if we're being honest. Like she has the midriff, it's sparkly. It just doesn't say, hey, parents, your kids go here. You know what I mean? Like, it Ashley's- says, I'm about to go to a club. I'm Period. going to above the dot. 
Ashley, <laughs> Ashley's pretty much giving like professional, like I'm trying to like have a real conversation where Paige is just over here in this outfit, really just trying to get chills and like give pictures to <laughs> Toby's mother. But regardless, but, they're both doing way too much. No, oh, absolutely. Secondhand embarrassment the whole episode because they were cloud chasing so disgustingly. <laughs> just cloud chasing. just wasn't interested at all. Um, once again, I don't understand how they're friends with Paige. This, is, this moment keeps coming up where it's just you have to let your childhood friends go sometimes. And they are in that period. It's like a little gross spurt where things are real awkward and uncomfortable. Because then Paige tells... Ashley that her eyeliner washes her out. <laughs> so mean. And I think in this moment, Paige is a hag. And when I say this and I use these words, if you know, you know. And if you don't know, you're going to find out. Because she is a hag and we're going to talk about that in, I think, about 10 episodes. Just wait. So we've gone over Paige. Toby's waiting on his mom to show up. Emma's got the stink piece when Tracker, Sean's brother, walks out. And I guess he saw it and he's talking trash about it. And Emma, he and Emma kind of go at it. And my favorite part is the way that Tracker calls it trash. And Emma says, it's not trash. And Tracker says, looks like trash, smells like trash. Then it must be trash. And he throws it out. Um, And I just really like when people put Emma in her place. I mean, yeah, I think the funniest thing to me about this was that and also the fact that Emma's mom, like, didn't really even step in and Emma was fully going at it with this man's guardian. Like, literally going at it in front of the mother. The man is saying these things to Emma in front of her mother. Like, (laughs) there's a lot of people just kind of letting things go. And actually, I kind of like that her mother not really backs her up, but just let her kind of go with what she was. Yeah, let her go. Um, Mm. She obviously needs to rein her in a little bit in the future, but either way, Emma's mom, I noted that Emma's mom is also using, wearing ice blue eyeshadow, which is very indicative of the times when we're talking about fashion, honey. Fashion. A lot of light blue or ice blue eyeshadow throughout this episode. It's so funny to think about too, because no one has like an eyelid primer on. So it's literally just like holding on to their right. eyelids. Man. Like barely visible because they have no primer. I don't know if primer existed back then. I don't know. But I, don't know. I just know they didn't have any primer and like the eyeshadow was holding on for dear life, but it's there. Yes. So Toby's parents. We're cut back to the main A plot of this episode where Toby's parents are meeting with a snake or what is it? What is his name? Mr. Simpson. Mr. Simpson. Is he a, okay, so that's a stupid question. Never mind. I was going to say, is he just a homeroom teacher or does he actually teach something? Because I mean, they spend the most time in his class. I never really see them in anybody else's class, but. Media immersion. There you go. That makes sense. Where all the computers, I think, are the ones that were donated from the news about kids. We see another teacher, the shop teacher. Another teacher is in this series. Wow. I think that and makes I'm like number seven. It has to make seven or eight. I think I even missed that because I was just like, this isn't real. <laughs> but yeah. So Toby's parents are meeting with Mr. Simpson and he's telling them that basically he just needs to apply himself more. Um, sometimes he misses a little bit of homework. This and the third then it turns from here's what Toby can work on. He's a really bright student to 
the parents going at it because the mom is like, well, why isn't he turning in homework? And then the dad gets defensive. And then the mom starts saying, well, he's with you because he's supposed to be doing this. And they just start bickering. And it's, again, secondhand embarrassment. I can't, people really do this. People really be arguing out of public like this. Terrible. It's embarrassing too because, I mean, when Toby's dad finally does listen to him, when he tells him why he didn't want him to go in the first place, he's like, I'm not going to argue with her. And then here they are. Right. So you were told you knew why your son didn't want you there. Then you still and you still making you still make snarky little comments like when Toby said, well, she said she was going to be a little late. Oh, always late. And it's just, sir, it doesn't need to be all of that. You may feel this way, but why do you think that you can say this in front of your child? Yeah, as the adult, I don't know why in this situation, when again, he's vocalized to you that he didn't want you here in the first place and he doesn't like when the, when you do things like this, that you're doing it and that you can't just keep that to yourself and like wait till you get home or wait till you go to therapy. Right. So it is okay if you don't get along with the parent of your child, but there's no reason to act like this out in public. And I feel like this is too big of a recurring theme in real life. Parents do not know how to keep their relationship and their relationship business and affairs separate from their children. I honestly don't know how this was resolved. I think Toby ends up basically snapping on both of them and they get checked back into place. Toby bosses up. Um, Mr. Simpson is trying to like intervene in these moments and like try to like redirect the conversation because it's very much so going off track and going into their parents' personal issues when they're literally here for parents' day and to like figure out what the heck Toby needs to succeed. Um, And Mr. Simpson definitely tries to step in, but he, I mean, he doesn't really necessarily insert himself. And then Toby just kind of flips on them and is just like, hey, like it's no one's fault but my own. And the fact that you guys don't realize that and I realize that as the seventh grader, however old he is, this is a little problematic and embarrassing. So what the fuck is going on? Absolutely. All right, so Toby's mom says the mess is claiming loud and clear. Uh, whatever. I feel like they they resolve whatever <laughs> this is. I don't even know if we see this plot line later down the road. Whatever, resolve for the episode. Something, well, okay. So we can go to, we see Sean and Emma the next day. And Sean, mm. is, Emma's eyeing Sean across the way and she sends him an email, I guess. I don't know if she apologizes, probably. Yeah, she says and, something and- about how she the heck did she say she said something about how her brain or her mouth moves faster than her brain does so she didn't mean to say those things because in the conversation with sean's brother we learned that sean um comes from a poor family and he can't afford a computer so the computers that the news about kids funds is what sean uses um and without them sean wouldn't be able to do his homework right which is what mr radish tried to explain to emma he said we have funding at this school that depends on us airing news about kids and my problem here, which, which I said, this whole thing is problematic because why are schools so thirsty out here begging for money that this is what they have to do in order to get it? Right. You know that students need computers to be successful. Then why are we not just funding the computers to make these kids successful? And that is a big problem I have with much of, of just public education. We know what kids need. The entire society depends on this resource. And yet- for whatever reason, you've got them scrapping for cash and airing news about kids segments, whether or not it is biased, whether or not they needed to see it, perhaps. I mean, even if you are showing biased media, you could very easily in this day and age show the opposite bias with using YouTube or something as a free resource and make it into a discussion. But it shouldn't even have to be all of that because you should just fund schools. 
Right. Literally give the children the tools that they need. But here we are. Yes. Um, So this was actually how we ended the episode on, I guess, Sean and Emma reconciling kind of, and which we know we're looking forward. Um, There's going to be more between Sean and Emma, but I wanted to end this episode on Terry, the baddest bitch of them all. (laughs) I was just going to say, let us not forget how this ends. Oh, not at all. Because at the end of Parents' Day, while Paige and Ashley are climbing over each other to get the attention of Toby's mom, she essentially brushes past them on her way out of the door. And she turns around and sees Terry, who's just minding her own business. Minding her business. And she says, you have a good look for TV. And then she hands Terry her card. And that is not the end of Terry's, um, I guess, acting or or modeling whatever kind right. of career she has, because this does ultimately, spoiler alert, lead to something for her, which I love because a couple of episodes, as we know, Terry was feeling really down and bad about herself, right. and nobody lifted her up. So this moment where she was just minding her business and someone acknowledges her and recognizes her for how beautiful she is was great, and I needed this for Terry. Yeah, I love this because, again, when we talk about what the heck Paige and Ashley were doing, aka the absolute most with the outfits, with just literally like talking over each other whenever Toby's mom was there. Since when does Paige even know who Toby is or want to talk to him? Like, was only doing that because his mom was there. Meanwhile, Terry's minding her business in her little sweater vest that is, sorry, sorry, self, horrendous. But I mean, she's picking up the gigs because I mean, the girl is that girl and everybody else knows it. So, This was great, too, because it happened right in front of Paige, number one, hater. And then Ashley, too, who also, like, again, didn't necessarily help her last episode in the best ways that she could have to let her know that she was beautiful and that she didn't need to do anything special. So, Right. They be sleeping on Terry, but Toby's mom didn't sleep on Terry. And so they needed that. Yeah. And safe to say, uh, Paige nor Ashley got an agent out of this. They literally were the ones to hand... Toby's mom paperwork and then Paige sends Toby's mom off with a photo of her don't know why the woman would need a photo of her because again what do you need to be casted for (laughs) what are you looking for here what is her talent she couldn't even sing when the time came either (laughs) do you remember that wow I do I do yeah to get into those episodes not the terrible episodes but you know I love a good Degrassi song and like performance to be honest there there are entertainingly dark episodes ahead for us guys absolutely i think to touch on outfits again really quickly we talked about Paige. there was really nothing exciting here but do you remember messenger bags being a big thing like when the book bag went out for women and it was messenger bags which is just how are you carrying that i would rather have a book bag than a messenger bag why were we carrying messenger i don't know and i don't know why they were so cool because i remember my sister got one and then when a new school year came we got new backpacks but she like gave me her old messenger bag and i preferred that over my new backpack um and ashley's messenger bag has a pocket in the front strap for her cell phone that is so funny to me because we were really just sporting around these messenger bags and carrying around our accessories on like our hips and like (laughs) Just to be shown. It's such a 2000s thing. Yes. Um, I guess one other thing that I just wanted to say before we end the episode is that with Degrassi coming to HBO, I was very concerned that they were basically just going to take Euphoria, use Degrassi characters for mm. a little nostalgia, whatever. 
and slap Degrassi on it. So we're basically going to see Emma Nelson riding Spinner's dick all episode. <laughs> and that's just not what I'm trying to see. I'm I not, hope not. I'm not trying to see it. Um, I don't. I just was very worried about it. But then I was on Degrassi Reddit. And who knows how true it is. But somebody's mentioned that I guess it's on their like family sector of the HBO network. Okay. So it's not going to be Degrassi, Euphoria with Degrassi slapped on it. We're not going to see dicks every episode. Hopefully. Thank It'll God. still be something where sex is implied between the, you know, we're going to do it. And then it cuts to black, things like that. Hopefully. And less like what we're looking at with Euphoria and that will hopefully differentiate it for it being more family oriented. Hopefully with still a little bit of ecstasy, a little bit of nightclubbing. Dabbled in there. Right. A little bit of alcohol, stabbing, shootings, etc. But with the Degrassi like nature of it, you know, like teen soap opera, but not because I I feel like, I think someone said they were like, Euphoria is for adults, but with children. And that's Mm. very weird when you kind of think about it. There's a lot of things weird about it, but we'll, you know, a different subject. But Degrassi is actually for kids, so hopefully that means it will actually be geared towards that. Like the teenage, young adult kind of That's my hope, because again, when I stumbled upon, of course, these people wait until I am recording to bark and to be on the phone. Um, when I stumbled upon Degrassi, it was, uh, at a time when I was also a kid and growing up and I mean, again, being aware of these things, maybe before I needed to be aware of them, but I was aware of them. And I think that's important. So I really hope that it's not so heightened, whereas euphoria is drugs, 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 sex, sex, sex. And it's more like, these are more realistic things that could happen. Like Emma's whole thing that happens with the internet was very realistic for 2000, like the early 2000s. So... I do feel like it was also educational, but not in right. a preachy way. I think that the next class got very preachy and very, like, I want you to be woke and let me tell you why everything is wrong. So you're going to see kids telling each other off all the time, trying to educate them. But I I don't think that Emma's episode about online safety was done in a way which it was preachy, but it definitely highlighted right. things that they needed to see and educated you on that. Um. Which we're going to see a little bit further down the road, maybe even the next episode where they're buying condoms. And so yeah. we kind of talk about, you know, the need to buy condoms. When, and one of the characters says, you know, you know, girls have to be in charge of that, too. And so that's an important thing, message for people to hear versus, again, euphoria. Uh, I have not seen one condom. No, that's actually so very true. Not one condom. The fact that everyone sleeps with one another. No one's gotten an STD test or anything like Right, which isn't to say that they're not doing it, but that is to say that it's not an education-based show. Right, because it's not implied. Whereas, if I feel like if Degrassi were to cover it, they would they cover things like that. Um, But then I also my hope for the HBO HBO Euphoria HBO Degrassi is that they don't um, make it as cheesy as Next Class, where like Next Class had like its Instagrams like Degrassi version and stuff like that, but it was so cringy. I just hope chat. Yeah, like things like that. Like entertaining. I watched it all, trust me. But um I hope that when HBO is picking up it again, it is more educational and real and just better than me seeing teens on their own version of Instagram and TikTok and Snapchat because that's just I boring. We'll say they did have face range in the next generation. I they mean really all their 
their titles were hashtags. So <laughs> yeah. All right. So that wraps this week's episode of Below the Dot podcast. If you enjoyed your listen, please tell a friend to tell a friend to tell another friend. Each one, teach one, if you will. So that perhaps Terry and I can be resurrected from the Durassi black hole. And to hold you over between episodes, remember you can follow us on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok under some derivative of the username below the dot. I think on Twitter, we are below underscore the dot. On Instagram, we are below dot the dot. And on TikTok, we are just below the dot. Feel free to reach out with any questions, comments, or concerns on either of our social media accounts, or you can email us at whatever it takes 385 at gmail.com. Anything you else go. you want to say, Terry? Um, no, I think you covered it. Send us suggestions. Again, below, below the look. Oh my God, I cannot speak today. Um, get the look seems to be popular, so I will try to bring that back every episode in some form or another. Um, and follow us. I will also link all of our social medias on our Instagram in our link tree. So go to the link in our bio of our Instagram again at below period the dot. Um, watch Degrassi for free until you cannot watch it for free. Comment, like, share, subscribe, all those good things. And until next time, we will meet you below the dot next week. All right. Whatever it takes. We'll see you next week. Now people think we're the